ESPN 690 and Action Sports Chats presents Brent and Friends with Brent Martineau. We're going to have to show a little more patience than the year two pom-pom people. Casey Kurtz. Yo! But what are we doing, bro? Come on! And Aaron Schachter. I'm, I'm all in favor of these two showing their love, really celebrating their relationship. This is Brent and Friends with Brent Martineau, Casey Kurtz, and Aaron Schachter on Jacksonville's home for ESPN Radio, ESPN 690. What's up? It's a Friday and a weird one. No high school football. Here I am in studio. It's beautiful outside. <laughs> the after effects of... Uh, the storm that just slid past Jacksonville off to the east and is now on, on its way to uh, South Carolina. Brent Martineau, Casey Kurtz, Aaron Schachter catching up on sleep or on the phone helping us get everything set up. I don't know, one or the other. So uh, not here in studio, but appreciate all uh, he did to make it happen yesterday so we could get on the air from home. And, uh, hey, let's not bury the lead. Happy birthday to Casey Kurtz today. It's his birthday. How about that? Oh, I was expecting cannons to go off and, and balloons to fly, confetti to pop. Nothing. Not that serious, Brent. Nah. You big birthday guy? Not really. I feel like I have this conversation every time I bring up birthdays. Yeah, you know, inevitable. One way or another, you got to deal with them. But no, nah, I mean, I'm not the big, uh, like, look at me birthday guy. So no, we're chilling, Brent. I'm not. Uh, we just continue on. I'm not sure do. I remember, like, even celebrating your birthday at all, like even saying happy birthday. We probably missed it and didn't know last year. That is correct. Yeah. Well, Austin knew, but... Yeah. You know. He didn't say anything? No, he did. Oh. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Wow. Like, some of us knew. But, again, I didn't, like, tell you, so I don't expect you to know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's one of those things. The only way I know it's somebody's birthday is usually because of uh, Facebook. And so it'll pop up. Whose birthday oh, yeah, it is? Yeah, yeah. And we're not friends on Facebook. But we're not friends on Facebook. Yeah, it's not that serious. We're not friends. Yeah. We just won't. And but then today we get an email on the radio side of whose birthday it is, and you got the shout out. That's true, I did. I've never got the shout out. Yeah, I remember this from last year. Yeah. You're like not I, on the list. I'm and you're not happy on the list. It. Yeah, I kinda like that. Yeah. So we so, never would know. So have you had people randomly coming up to you today and wishing you happy birthday? You know, I had one and now it makes sense. Oh, really? Yes. I was You're down, like, how did they know? Yeah, I was down there talking to Brian, and Chase Bunker jumped in, and I was like, you know, I like Chase like that. Like, Amanda posted on Twitter, right? So, like, maybe he could have saw, That's but true. I didn't think about the work email. So, you know, it could have been either or. But other than that, no. There's also nobody here. Yeah, everybody. It's a ghost like, town out there. Yeah, everybody worked like a week yesterday. Yeah. So it's just us and you know, Brian goes, down They need there. a week to recover now. Yeah, just look at Aaron Schachter, for example. <laughs> We're not going to see him again until November. <laughs> um. Uh, but uh, they did a good job covering uh, Hurricane Ian, and and uh, again, there's still some. I actually am a little surprised by some of the damage done down St. Augustine in that area. Like I, I didn't expect it once I saw the track to be, I guess, as uh, damaging in some spots. I saw like an Embassy Suites that got hit pretty good down the St. Augustine area, and we know the flooding. I kind of knew the flooding would be there, uh, but then that recedes. And so I still think, uh, so thoughts uh, with everyone that, that lost, whether it's trees and some trees were on houses and the winds were up. So uh, there's definitely enough damage and significant damage uh, in the area. But I guess everything's measured on a, on, on, a, on a scale, in a sense, and relative. And southwest Florida is just, as we continue to see pictures out of there, uh, we just continue to think about everyone 
uh, down there. So do you have any birthday plans, by the way? None. Really? Nothing? Not at all. Like, uh, so this time, this might, I really like Amanda now. Like, she doesn't go crazy on the birthday? No, 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 no. She's not, like, celebrating you left and right other than just a simple shout-out on Twitter? That is correct, yeah. It's pretty straightforward, Brent. That's awesome. I like you, Amanda. You're a big fan of that. Yes, I'm a big fan of that. Uh, but, hey, birthday school at 25? Yes. I'm trying to think of sometimes if you're a young 25 or an old 25. Eh, it's hard to say. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not sure. I mean, you're still playing FIFA on the Wii or... New one comes out tomorrow, Brent. Major League Baseball on the Wii and FIFA. But that's like people at 40 years old are playing Fortnite. It's true. Yeah, it's a, it's a big popular What's thing. What's the oldest, like, Fortnite video game player? That, not, like, the oldest one ever. I'm just saying, like, the one that's, like, really into it. Like, what's the... Well, there's this guy, Tommy. He's, like, 50-something. He's, like, the oldest pro. And he's, yeah. like, a pro. Yes. Correct. <sighs> that's just as wild. Yeah, it is. I agree. I wonder, like, how many other things Tommy has done before he became, like, a video gamer. He was a musician. He was? Mm-hmm. All right. That's cool. Yeah. Um. So... Yeah, I don't know. I think you're kind of on the older side of 25. Well, I appreciate that, Brent. Sometimes. Oh. Okay. Um, But that's cool. Happy birthday. Thank you. Or you should go get dinner or something. Nobody's open. We we had this problem this morning with breakfast. Like, everybody's still closed from... Are they? Yes. I figured everybody else opened back up. Yeah, I'm hoping they open for dinner. Well, look what I did for you. Uh, I got you a birthday gift. Did you? Nothing but cakes, baby. I got. I couldn't make my mind up, so I got two boxes of them. <laughs> okay, awesome. They were open. I see that. Thank you. So, so there you go. There's your. Uh, there's your. I have it upside down. But there's your birthday present. Beautiful. Thank you, Brent. Other than that, I'm not a gift giver. That's okay. Not getting you a birthday gift. All good. No, you're good. If Thank we're you. going out for a drink or something later, I'd buy you a beer. Well, yeah. But right now, I'm not even drinking beer. That's right. Well, thank I you, could Brent. still buy you a beer. You could. I'm, I'm not supposed to be eating nothing but cakes, so hopefully Steph isn't listening, but I might have one. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And I just, considering I just burnt my meal in the TV station microwave, mm. I didn't eat. Yeah, it's tough. So now I might have a nothing but cake. Yeah. You have every flavor for nothing but cakes, but it's a free promotion right now, commercial it's for exciting. nothing but cakes. But if anybody, they know, like, I love nothing but cakes. It's like, I'm not a sweets guy other than, like, I like candy. But I don't like that stuff, like uh, cake and brownies, and it's a, like it's okay, but I don't crave it. Nothing but cakes. I was like, I don't care if it's Casey's birthday. I'm going to get nothing but cakes probably so I can sneak one in. Yeah. He can have the other uh, 23 of them, but I'm having one of them. Well, thanks, Brent. I appreciate it. It's more than Aaron Schachter got me. All he got me was a headache for the last 20 minutes. Will you give one to Blue? No. Can Blue eat a cupcake or... A nothing bun cake. Blue cannot eat a nothing bun cake, no. No? Yeah. Can some dogs? Yeah. Like, some dogs can, but not mine. You know, dogs can't eat chocolate, right? No idea. Dogs can't eat chocolate. Okay. So, they're, so those Why can't they eat chocolate? It's like a thing. Just too sweet, or? I, I, I'm, listen, I'm not a vet, but they I. they vanilla? Yes. But they can't eat chocolate? Yes. Chocolate, like, game, set, match. Really? That's, that's it for the dog. Yeah. As like, far not as just specific dogs. Like, all dogs? That's as like far a... as I understand it, yeah. Chocolate, big no-no. Really? Yes. So, not, like, if I, there's an all-vanilla hey, one, I might give her a piece. Dogs and me. Same thing. I can't eat chocolate either. Don't like it. One's a little more catastrophic. But, yeah, no, I'm with you. Loud <laughs> and clear. Don't get me wrong. Uh, all right. Well, uh, we'll, we'll, we did have, did Aaron tell you? We had, like, this big celebration planned for your birthday. So you knew as well. 
Of course I do. We we're planning it. Yeah, I, I, so I didn't know, but I'm not going to lie. I outsmarted both Amanda and Aaron. I lied to both of their faces because Aaron said something to me a couple weeks back, and it set off a red flag. So then I went to Amanda. I said, hey, did you talk to Aaron? And she spilled. So then I went to Aaron. I was like, hey, did you talk to Amanda? And she and he spilled. I knew nothing. And I, I got it out of both I was of them. so mad at Aaron. Uh, not really so mad. I don't really get mad. But I was like, you told him? Yeah. We could have done it next week or something. Like, it's a hurricane. We can, we can make adjustments. Yeah. You don't have to, like, tell him that we're going to do it. And then we could have almost resurfaced it. But then it was too late, right? Because we don't even know who's open and things like that. So we're going to have some fun with the birthday today. Okay, I didn't know whatever who's open. I don't know what that is. I don't either. Like, I don't know how much. Like, he had actually, I'll give. I heard there was, was a mariachi This band. was Aaron's idea. Yeah. So, and then I was like, oh, I like where you're going with this. Let's have some fun with it. That was a little concerned I'd be at the game of the week. So I said, let's move it up to Thursday. I won't go to Strings. I'll stay in studio so it makes uh, it a little easier. So we were going to do it a day before, yesterday. I got gotcha. you. And then they told me, like, Tuesday, I'm like, hey, we can do the birthday or, or or we're not going to be able to do the birthday. We'll see. He's like, I already told them anyway. He did. It's like, come on, man. Yeah. It's true. That's how it happened. Um, all right. That's it on your birthday. All right. That's as much as I've talked about anybody's birthday Thank on the you. show, especially to start the show. So We want us to bring it up honored. again. Yeah, we can just move on. Well, we might be bringing it up as we're chomping on a nothing but cake. That is the plan in the break. Absolutely. And the best part is, just to bring this full circle, there's nobody here, so it's like nobody's listening, going to come in like, oh, what do you got there, right? Like, nobody's here. Yeah, I thought about so that. So we're good. Well, I'm not well, Brian, Brian Middleton might have heard. He's listening well, to the show. That's fine. He is. is we if, like Brian. Believe me. You'll know if the, the TV guys downstairs heard, because they'll be coming up. Yeah, if that's it's free, true. take it. They, yeah, they follow true. Mr. Chin's advice as my eighth grade math teacher. He said, if it's free, take it. And they follow that. So, uh, but there's plenty of food in this place right now, because of the hurry. everybody thought they'd still be like camped out here today, and yeah. they're not. I actually got free lunch. Which meant for leftover food. Yeah, it's inc- there's free lunch downstairs, Brent. Oh, you have the meals. Yeah, I can't. Uh, where'd you get the lunch? Downstairs in this part of the building? No, nah, TV. Oh, TV, yeah. Shh, don't tell them. That's right. You were stole it. You went over there and stole it. I didn't steal it. I was offered, someone was going to steal, and they're like, hey, you want to be in on the crime? And I was like, double down, baby. Yeah, let's go. Steal I did too. see a lot of people walking around with boxes of food. Yeah, that's it. That's the box. All, All right, right uh, Tool was bad last night, man. It was a bad situation. It was, uh, first, uh, you know, we got to get on the, whether it's a soapbox, uh, enraged. I, I, I do like the fact that we get the show 20 hours later. So the emotion of it, or I was kind of fired up yesterday at that. I just didn't like the whole situation all week. We talked about it all week. And again, we've covered this story. We know this story. We know what can happen. And I just think we, we have to remind ourselves of it. We know there are situations, there are former players that have either done extreme things, damaged their own lives in some way, shape, or form, or even beyond that. Uh, and, and a lot of it has been traced back to, like, CTE. And that's a form of, or, or starts to happen in, in one way, shape, or form, in part because of, Things like this, like concussions and, and head injuries. And so I just don't think we can. That sounds so overdramatic. I get it. But I was talking to Clay Harbor the other day, and he texted me last night. He's like, hey, you were right. can't believe that happened. And I get the mentality. I'm not, I'm not calling out Clay at all. I get their mentality. I understand it. I do. I really do. Uh, I think I would like to think if I played that sport, I'd have that same mentality because it's all about the now, and it's all about being tough, and it's a very masculine sport, and 
We would do that in a lot of walks of life, especially males, but even females probably, for your team and, and, and for what you think is you're doing right. And nobody likes to admit injury uh, anyway. But somebody else has to be smarter in these situations. And then somewhere along the way, even on the passing of tests, and we said this when he went back in the game, the, I thought I tw- tweeted this at halftime last week while I was out in L.A. and we were watching it. The NFL had to call Miami and be like, don't put them back in the game. We can't preach player safety and have somebody look like that, and then he goes back in the game 25 minutes later or 20 minutes later or whatever it was. And they did. They put him back in the game. They said he cleared concussion, or, and, or, or they said it wasn't a concussion. Well, even if he has a back injury to that degree that he can't walk, the back's a serious deal too, you know. Yeah. The back's a pretty serious thing in a violent yes. game. And so if we believe what they said and what Tua said and what everything else of last week, that it had nothing to do with the head, and he passed every test immediately, well, how would you let a guy go back out there and play this kind of violent game with a back injury that just allowed him to collapse when he was walking back to the huddle? And I think a lot of us don't believe it was a back injury. No. And I think that's fair game, too, because – I haven't seen many people with a back injury crumble like that. I've seen many of people in a football field with a head injury kind of do that. We've seen that. We're versed at this now. We know what it looks like. And we're not doctors, but we kind of know what it looks like. And so to allow him to play Thursday night was careless. We talked about it all week. We said it all week. We don't believe Herbert should have played in the fourth quarter, given his situation. And his one is one that has nothing to do with the head. But is going to linger probably, and I understand Staley saying that, but we still disagree. You have to take it out of their hands at some point. You can't just rely on the player to say, I'm good. Like, that's not how this works. That's not how it should work. It's not how it's supposed to work. They have an eye in the sky for this. And so just take the optics of it, man. And how can you play on a short week, given the idea that we know, we know it didn't take that guy with a PhD, as I tweeted, to share. Um, I might not have tweeted that. Actually, I might have saved it. We've and, all and, seen uh, it, though. But you, everybody saw the tweet last night where the guy, I don't even know who he is, but he said it was like the tweet of the night where everybody said, if he has a second concussion. Well, I've been saying that for days, and I'm not even close to a doctor or smart enough to, to know, right? Scales, yeah. But we know it. Like we know it. We know. I know a. I know somebody in particular that was in high school that had that second concussion, and it was really bad. And in high school, it was hard. It's hard to. You don't have the parameters in place. You don't have all the testing in place. Now they've done a much better job, even in high school. But it was bad because it was a second one in like two days or something like that at a practice. And it's not the only example. We're, we're, we have enough education now, even from a novice point of view, to know that. And so if there is any inkling of even an idea of a head injury of any sort or even this back injury because you know how violent the game is, to let him go out there and play on Thursday night was irresponsible. It was irresponsible. And you can't tell me that you did the tests and he did. Yeah, he followed the eyes and, and he was okay. So he wasn't sensitive to light. And uh, he, he did the pre-concussion test and it matched up with the post-concussion test or whatever it is. Because this is not an X-ray MRI situation. Like you can tell if a guy's got a broken bone with one of those things. That's not how this works. We still don't even know how it works in some ways. 
but we know it can be extremely damaging. And he didn't even have the appropriate rest of a regular game. And and then the the nightmare happened. I mean, the nightmare happened. You watch that play in live motion. Have you seen it in live motion many times? Yeah. Because everybody wants to watch the replay. The live speed of that is one of the most violent tackles I've seen. Yeah. The way his head whips, like, I'm almost wondering, Casey, if he suffered the concussion before he hit the ground. I don't know if that's even possible. Yeah, I get what you're saying. But whatever he suffered, did he do it on the whiplash part of it? Go watch it in live motion. Because everybody's going to show you the, the slow-mo, which is okay, too, because even though, like my wife said, and even I said this, it's like, well, it didn't look like he hit it that violently, you know, on the back uh, to the turf. Agreed. It doesn't take a violent hit to the turf to cause a concussion, number one. But I'm telling you, if you go back and watch the live action and how fast that is and his head whip on the, the sideways tackle as he's coming down, oh, man, that is like... That is like a real-life car accident. Like, that's like a test dummy kind of situation where you're seeing impact stop and you see every, like, the whole, the head go crazy. It's just, it's a bad scene. And I don't even know. I don't know if you can get a concussion without actually hitting your head. But if you can, he did, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he suffered it in that moment. Or whatever he suffered, where, where everything went. Yeah. Almost, like, momentarily from a cramping paralysis kind of feel to it, you mm-hmm. know? And, and thankfully, too, it seems to be okay. And I guess the long-term story of this, and I'm all over the place with this story, and you can jump on in anytime in the conversation, 904-362-9901, but also on Twitter and Facebook and, and the rest and YouTube. Um, I mean, when are they going to put him back out there? I would, yeah. Like, when are they going to now? Like, and, and I know how this works. Like he's going to clear. But are they going to put him back out there in two weeks? Does he have to sit a month? Does he sit the year? I mean, I, I don't know if he just suffered two in five days. I don't. And I don't think they're going to stick to their story. And I think that even the NFL has come out and basically said, we're going to be transparent here. And he passed the tests. Well, I just don't know if those, t- I get the tests. I think the NFL has done a much better job. But do we know like 100% if he passes the test that he didn't suffer any damage? I don't know how we can say that concretely with a brain head kind of injury that doesn't get MRI'd and X-rayed the way a broken hand, broken arm, broken leg would get. Uh, so I don't know, Casey. I mean, does I don't know when this linger the the the, the stench of this in a way the the appearance of this kind of dissipates. Three weeks, four weeks, end of the year. Gosh, I just hope they, they're very careful with it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's awful, first off, and you said it, but it just needs to be reiterated that, yeah, that was really bad what happened. Um, I, I have a, a lot of it also to do with how this kind of stuff is covered, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, I think we'll talk about that part, too. Yeah. I want to bring that up. Um, if if I'm Tua, man, like, I know it's easy for me to sit here and say this, but, like, I'm done. Like, that's just... Like, the awful cherry on top of every injury he's ever had. Like, the hip and the knee and the shoulder. Like, this guy gets hurt all the time. And, again, no fault to his own. But, like, when you when you think about what transpired, obviously he probably doesn't remember it if you uh, listen to what Mike McDaniel said. Yeah. But, like, I just don't know how if I'm Tua I could go out there. And if, like, I'm sure his parents probably feel pretty similar to that because they were there and they had to witness it, which is awful. But some... 
again, he might have passed the test to your point, but somebody has to kind of answer to this and actually what happened there. Uh, but if I'm if I'm the Dolphins, I think the right thing to do would be to hold him out. And if I'm Tua, I would strongly consider what I'm doing because it's very it's very similar to what happened to uh, Parham for the Chargers. You remember that last year? Yeah, yeah. And I I don't have that information on hand. I don't know if he had a previous concussion, but I think we remember that where he was kind of frozen in a similar position on his back, and he still is is playing. But again, it's just it's a scary thing. And if I'm Tua, with everything I've gone through. Like, I'll be honest with you, Brent. It's, again, it's easier for me to say, but, like, I think he really has to consider he has a life to live after this, and it's amazing that he's bounced back from all the injuries that he has, and I just I would have a tough time going on yeah, with Yeah, and listen, these guys are tough, man, and they kind of just throw caution to the wind, and somebody else will talk to him about that, and I, wonder, I don't think he will go there to that point. Like, I don't think he's going to retire. Um, I, I think he'll go back out and play. And hopefully he doesn't have this happen again. I mean, he could go his whole career and it wouldn't happen again. He certainly could, especially at that position. You can do that. But you just also have to think if you're the Miami Dolphins, if you're the NFL, forget about the Miami Dolphins. You almost have to take it out of their hands. If you're the NFL, you're like, you have to, this is already a bad look. Like, it's just a bad look. If, even if nobody's at fault, it's a bad look. And so don't make it another bad look. Like, do, you better be uh, super careful. And if that means taking that guy's helmet away from him and, and not letting him do it for five games a month, what, I mean, I don't know what it is. But you got to come up with the right decision. you got to make the right decision here for him and for your league. Because this is because like, nobody, was, nobody cared about the game. Like, no. I don't remember too many instances in the NFL with all fantasy football and betting and everybody else that you don't just go right back and watch, be like, oh, yeah, check out this play. I mean, we talked about the game a little bit, but everybody was talking about Tua, and here we are 24 hours later, we're still talking about Tua. This is the dominating story. And it's not very often that you get a primetime event, a, a sole event in any sport, and you're talking about something outside the game. And in a bad way. That doesn't happen a lot. Yeah. And that's what we have here. And so that's why the NFL, again, I think I'm a guy that believes they preach player safety, and I think they have done a lot for it. I really do. I think they've done a lot. I think they're trying. I think it's a violent game, folks. I think it's a really it's a violent game, and it's one that I've said countless times on this show, on every show for years and years, that I wouldn't play it if you gave me a million dollars for a series. I wouldn't. Yeah. That's how violent and how much respect I have for these guys that play the game. But I also think we have to make smart decisions for people that can't make the wisest decisions for themselves at times. And I think they missed on that. I think it's the NFL missed. I think doctors missed. I think people in charge missed from a decision-making process here uh, to put him back out there Thursday night. And we got the worst-case scenario. Well, the only thing that would have been worse is if he didn't get a chance to fly back home with the team or wasn't okay. I mean, fortunately, from that standpoint, he's okay. But just because we say he's okay and he's got movement in his extremities and everything else, that doesn't mean he's okay. Like, that's the moral of the story. Mm -hmm. He might still not be okay inside his head. Yeah. And the next time he gets hit, whether it's from a football play or something else, bumping his head on a, on a door, we don't know if he's going to be okay. Right. And that's the part that can't be lost because it's like a, it's like a hidden problem. I mean, it's, it's, Invisible, in a sense, you know? And that's why I would just... I, I know he's not going to, but you got to consider it. 
Because to your point, you don't know, right? And I highly doubt that Tua would go the rest of his career without his head hitting the ground at some point in time. Me too. I mean, because it happens almost every play, let's be honest. Yeah, it happens. And again, I, I know they're... They're built different, literally. Like, he's not going to be thinking about it because then if you're thinking about it, there's no point to be out there. And but, he's playing the best football of his NFL life. And he is. Know? But, again, man, it just, again, for me saying it's not, it's not worth it. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll take a break. we got Jags and Eagles, obviously. we got NFL. we got our picks. we got uh, getting ready for a big weekend in the NFL and college football. Big game uh, in Tallahassee tomorrow. Of course, the, the Gators move to Sunday. That's not a big game. Uh, but uh, what else is happening around the <laughs> sports world? And... I, we will stay on this a little bit more, though, because I think you brought up an interesting point, Casey, and I don't know. I sometimes don't know when I watch TV coverage of things if it's just because I'm so embedded in the business and I'm kind of like mm-hmm. have such a passion for the industry that I watch things through my lens and nobody else cares. But you brought up something that I there was something that happened last night that had nothing to do with Amazon's coverage of it. That stunned me. And I'm still trying to figure out why it happened. So I'll we'll talk about it to hear that. when we come back on ESPN 690. Brighton Friends here on a Friday. Happy birthday to Casey, number 25 on ESPN 690. My decision to walk away from the game at 32 was based on head trauma. And, you know, when I watched this last night, I was disgusted. In the NFL and the Dolphins, they should be sick to their stomachs with the protocols in place that have failed Tua. They failed the player. And they're supposed to be there to protect the player from the player hurting themselves. Because the player, whatever you say, the player wants to be on the field. They want to play. That's their livelihood. They've been doing that their whole life. They're trying to provide and do things for their family so they can play a game that they love if you see someone go down, and it's common sense, it's, it's common sense, and I played a long time, you played a long time, when you see someone get knocked out, and you see someone go down, you're like, he's out. You know it instantly. Who is that? Rob Ninkovich. Ninkovich, okay. He's my new go-to. <laughs> I think he's pretty good. <laughs> and it was good. Um, you know, I, I think about... I mean, we all see it, right? I mean, we all know it. We we know the stories that are just uh, sad and um, almost inexplicable of a, a, a junior Seau, you know, uh, to to other stories of former players. And then we also have stories that, like, uh, Ninkovich just brought something to my mind that I always remember uh, Cliff Averill, who was uh, out of Clay High School and had a terrific career. And I, I just always get reminded of his story where he told uh, his dad uh, before he had passed uh, that he said, I'm going to play 10 years in the NFL and be done. And basically the idea behind that was I want to get good 10 years in. I love playing football, but I also want to have my wits about me and be able to live a a second life, if you will, as an adult outside of football. And I think he even actually pushed it one more year. I think he played one more year because he's playing so well and had, had such a good career, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. I think you're right. And uh, then he got out. And he got out, and he got out, I think, pretty healthy, um, you know, especially by NFL standards. And, and you know, as now... Uh, Still making an impact. Yeah, community living a life and, and community impact and, and all those things. So 
I just am reminded of those stories. And, and by the way, guys like Ninkovich who gets out because of it or even uh, uh, Cliff Averill, I mean, 10 years is still a long time. I mean, you're still running the risk. You, you never know. Yeah. But the idea is at least they were thinking that way, you know? At least they were thinking what's good for me, what's good for my health, what's good for life after football. And I think you got to help these guys sometimes. Like, listen, I mean, even at the very – we all live in the moment. We all don't – I don't think – I mean, I got to pay for college in two years, and I'm like, okay, it's coming up in two years. I'm not like right. sitting here saving every penny that I own right now. You got to pay for Instead, two colleges too. Yeah, yeah. Yikes, so same like, time. I was thinking of that the other day. I I said I probably should start thinking about this a little bit more. Just exactly how much this is going to cost me. Yep. <laughs> you know? And then first move, get all the nothing bun cakes they have, baby. <laughs> and then so I did. Yeah, that 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 money right there could have gone into the college. Sorry, so, Ty and Kaylee. You know. <laughs> Sorry, you're gonna have student loans, kids. Just so Casey could have some cupcakes, baby, yeah. Uh, but I, I just, I understand that we don't think about tomorrow that much. I get it. I get it. Uh, it's kind of human nature is my point to that story. And yet I think other people have to think for them. So I teased this before we went to, to break. We were a little bit. I think there were a lot of people that said, what is Amazon doing? Like their coverage, right? Why aren't they talking about this at halftime? Why aren't they making a big deal about it? I think it was a fair criticism. I also know how TV works, and I also, you get the, like they're brand new in a relationship with the league. They also don't know a lot. When you don't know a lot and have a lot of information from a medical standpoint, at least in our world, you have to be very careful what you say. And so I, I kind of get why they were skirting it a bit, but there was no doubt by the time the second, they went up to the booth with Herbie and Al. And they started bringing back last week. And then the, Kaylee Hartung, they went to her more on it. They had updates and updates. And then after they talked about it, like, for 10 straight minutes, yeah. there was no doubt they got the phone call. Be like, we need to talk about this more. We're getting hammered by not talking about it. And we need to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And so that happened. Like, I know how TV works, and I think that happened. Um, but bigger than that is I, you have players all on that set. You go to NFL Network and you got a guy like Steve Smith who will say anything about any player or anything. And who's there? Michael Robinson, I think, uh, as well for NFL Network. And I'm watching him flipping back and forth, and I'm just not feeling like they're pissed off at anybody for this. Yeah. I was stunned by it. I was – like, even Ty said, well, why would they be? You know, they're going to have the players back. I said – because the NFLPA is supposed to have the protection of the player. Like, these guys pay dues to have the protection of the player. Like, this is you should be taking a shot right now at the Dolphins, the league. Like, this is your platform. And they're kind of just, like, understanding of everything that happened. Yeah. And I couldn't believe it. I just couldn't believe it. Now, I get the mentality, but now you're beyond the mentality. You're on the other side of it. Like, you have a chance to help. Somebody's got to be critical. So either get all the players, don't load up the set with players or have the players be critical when it's time to be critical. Like, I'm not a big, like, I, I don't think players should be the guys in the booth. And, I mean, their experience helps in so many situations. Like, look at on our show. That's why we have Maurice Jones-Drew on. That's why we have Rasheed Mathis on. That's why we have Clay Harbor on. But somebody's still got to be, like, critical of moments when it's time to be critical, and there was nobody being critical. Like, I couldn't find it. In fact, I'll, I'll take it one, one step further. Did you see, like, current players being critical of the situation at all? Not the situation that you're uh, talking about. Like, I saw other complaints about this, how it was handled. Oh, you did? 
but not not at the Dolphins or the PA. No. Uh, and, and it wouldn't be at the PA. It would be at the league. Yeah, but, or the league. That's but, what I mean. Or the, just the situation. Somebody like, hey, we got to do better. Like, I didn't feel like we saw a lot of that last night, but I'm not following every player in the league. What I saw is guys like Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson prayers for Tua, Tua you know, which is fine. Like, they, that's okay. But I didn't see, like, a current player. And, I, again, I might have missed this. I didn't watch every tweet that went out there. But I just figured in my timeline, in all these conversations, when Tua was a story over these last 24 hours, that you would see players like, I can't believe that just happened. And maybe, again, that has happened Yeah. Uh, since, uh, since I was looking at it late last night and even earlier this morning. So I, I, I was surprised by that, Casey. Like, I'm just surprised that the current player, the former player, wasn't more. I mean, I feel like I'm more upset about the situation than them. Why? Yeah. Like, yeah. And I'm the consumer. Like, listen, sometimes the consumer and the fan and everybody else looks at these guys as a piece of meat. Like, I I don't – I feel like the fans, the media, and everybody else was more like, holy cow, what are we doing here than the current player in the NFL and the former player in the NFL. And that stunned me. Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe I'm reading it wrong, but that stunned me. Yeah, I, I hear the what you're saying. And, yeah, I didn't see much of that either. I think just from the broadcast itself – I'm surprised by Richard Sherman, who's always very outspoken on Twitter and then had the opportunity and didn't take it. I thought that was weird. Um, just how that whole just thing. Just to interrupt you on, the, on him, because you're right. He's a super outspoken guy, and that's who, and a smart guy. Yeah. And he also apparently, somebody said this, and I don't know this, so I'm, I'm stealing it, but somebody on Twitter said he was against Thursday night football. Like he, he was. was one of the most outspoken guys against Thursday night football. I don't remember that, but yeah, this I was do. a great opportunity for him to. Well, put an exclamation point on his point. And he was on the broadcast, yeah, and it, it just didn't come out that way. The only thing from that halftime, the whole thing, the only thing I felt was Ryan Fitzpatrick was feeling some type of way, and he was emotional, and he was teammates with Tua. Like, I get yes. it. Yes, coming from close a, to him. Yeah. yeah, he's coming from a different point. Of, you know what I mean? I felt that, but the other three, I didn't feel it. And, again, there was probably an opportunity to say some things that should have been said. They didn't take it. Uh, NFL Network, as you said, they did the same thing. So, yeah, that that wasn't great. Uh, on Twitter, though, this is what I saw from a few current players, J.J. Watt included, and it's kind of the problem I have with it, Brent, and you may disagree. I know there's people on Twitter that disagree, probably listening to disagree. Why do we have to show it 55 times? Yeah. I cannot stand it, Brent. Like, I just look at it from the point of view of Tua, his family, his brother who might be watching – do we really need to see it eight times, or do we get it? Like yeah. That's, it I, I, I wouldn't want that if we I We hear that a lot on significant injuries. Of it. Sometimes they're just really bad, like, please don't show me the knee doing that again, right? Mm -hmm. That makes me nauseous type stuff. And I'm always a little surprised at the reaction of the fan on that. Um, but I understand what it said. I understand what's being said. And I think uh, in a replay-driven world, when you really don't know the extent of, like, I think people, you know what's interesting in this situation? If somebody like knee had bent or ankle had bent in a weird way, you would have seen it once. I think directors and producers and TV execs and stuff, I think they now know, like, hey, if that happens and that is just gross to watch, I think they're like, all right, we'll only show it once or twice. And I, I agree with you. But this one, like, I think everybody was trying to figure out, okay, what happened here? Yeah. And what has still happened. So, like, I understand the sensitivity to it. I do. I guess I wasn't, 
I was harsh on Amazon and, and the coverage for a little bit different things than than that. But I understand how, why people are. But to me, there and I, I agree with you. Like they're not going to show. I'm with like I agree with that, but for a different reason. For me, last night that was we're not sure if this guy's paralyzed. Yeah. And we're going to zoom in on him. Yeah, it's a. I hate it, Brent. Yeah. I, I hate it more than anything. And I go back to, again, there's people that might not even know this happened, but Christian Erickson in the Euros. Oh, yeah. Legitimately died on the yeah, field. Yeah, he died on the field, yeah. And they zoomed in on him, Brent. It was absolutely disgusting yeah, yeah. and horrible. Yeah. And, like, I, I don't get it. And I bring it back to the UFC where if somebody passes out from a submission hold, they will not put the camera on until they come to. Yeah. McGregor snaps his leg in half. They only show him from the waist up. And I'm like, if the UFC's doing this, right, they understand the yeah, situation. Yeah, well, you're expecting violence right. like that, right? And they're not doing it. And then the NFLs, or you know, whoever's producing whatever, all that. I just, I don't agree with. I actually hate it more than a lot of things. Yeah, it. that's it. And you're not alone. You're not alone. There's a sensitivity there. Hey, I know we're going to keep this longer. We'll go a short, a short segment on the back end. But let's just uh, finish up with two. I did ask Doug Peterson today, uh, just about how he played. You know, he's been around the league a long time, and this has really been a last ten to twelve year emphasis in the league. And so I asked again. He wasn't there. It's not his situation. And so uh, I just asked him open-endedly, you know, how has the league done and how difficult can these situations be uh, at times, is what he said. Yeah, first, first of all, um, just want to, you know, my thoughts and prayers, obviously, with Tua and his family at this time. You know, um, it, it was what I saw on television last night was obviously a violent, you know, head injury, uh, severe to, to the ground. and. Um, you know, listen, th those things are going to happen in this league and, and um, it's no fault of anybody's, but, you know, we, we got to keep player safety first. Number one, I know the league is doing an outstanding job with, you know, you look at the guardian caps that we wore in training camp this year and um, they're doing everything you can with, with technology and helmets and, and things of that nature. But, but these, these incidences are going to, going to keep popping up, you know, it, it's inevitable, um, you know, with our game and the speed of the game and the, uh, the violent nature of our game and, and, uh, you know, we try to minimize them um, and, and we try to protect our players the best we can. But but sometimes it's, uh, you know, in the course of the heat of the battle, it just they happen. And it's unfortunate. Um, and again, you know, uh, our thoughts, my, my thoughts and prayers are, are with him and, and his family and, and, of course, the Dolphins at this time. That's Doug Peterson uh, on the Tua situation. And again, I said this uh, Wednesday, by the way, before all this happened. If this happened with a Jacksonville Jaguars player... I would feel the exact same way I feel. And that was before this. Like, hold them out. Don't let them go. And we know those guys better than we know Tua or anybody else. Like, mm -hmm. we're closer to it here. And I think, let's just hope the one, let's, first of all, let's hope Tua is fine in, yeah. in the long run um, and in the immediate. But let's also hope that it was a lesson learned by teams in the league that if it's got to be another week, just make it another week, at least for the optics part of it. Play on the side of caution. It's all we're, I, like, that's all I think anybody was asking this week. You're bringing the guy back on a short week, whether it's a back, a neck, a head, whatever you're talking about, it was ugly. Mm -hmm. And it got uglier. And, and with everything that went into it, you had to leave early to so, travel. So like, just, think, just think, Casey, if they had just said, listen, you're not going tonight, man. You're not going tonight. Yeah. And then he gets two weeks, really, to heal. Because they don't play on Sunday. You know, you don't even have to deal with that. They actually, the schedule made it an easy decision, in my opinion. And, I mean, just from a football perspective, not even a health perspective, 
you're in a position where you're three and zero and not zero and three. New coach zero and three. I get it. You're desperate. Yeah. You need your guy. You're going to a hostile environment on a short week, man. It just it made too much sense, and you're in a good position in the standings. I just it's, it's yeah. not good. Uh, anyway, all right, uh, you probably two it out a little bit, but I just thought, uh, listen, it's, uh, it's a passionate play for me watching that thing, and I think for a lot of you last night that was. Uh, a unique instance, and again, hopefully two is good shape. Let's talk uh, when we come back. Obviously, the rest of the NFL this week, we go heavy on the Jags and Eagles from here on out. It's been a fun week talking about this game because this is a big game. Like This might be the biggest week four game I've covered for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Seriously, you. might be the biggest one. Mm-hmm. And not from like a must-win situation. I'm talking from like a NFL headlining situation. It's a big one. Let's talk about it when we come back on ESPN 690. What's happened? Welcome back on a Friday, everybody. Brent Martin, along with Casey Kurtz. Birthday boy. Happy birthday to Casey Kurtz. Make sure you tell him on the YouTube feed or on Twitter. Bombard him. Inundate him with happy birthdays. Appreciate it. Hope everybody is uh, doing well here on a Friday. And we got a little bit of like a free day, right? In a lot of ways for, for many people, not everybody. Yeah. But we thought this would be probably for most folks be uh, kind of watching a storm and clean it up and all that. And uh, there is some of that going on, but not as widespread across the area as many uh, did think. So 14 uh, games on Monday night, by the way, for high school football. A couple more on Tuesday. Oh, wow. So, yeah, we're spreading them out pretty good uh, over these uh, next couple of days. Matt you- Jones has been ruled out, by the way. Just saw that uh, for the Patriots on Sunday, which, again, shouldn't come as a surprise. Yeah, that's, that's unlucky, though, for Mac. Uh, just back to high school. What are you going to do tonight? You are usually a uh, high school fiend. You're out there. You're covering the games. We do the show. Yeah. You do the blitz. You don't leave here until like 2 in the morning, Brent. Sounds like you're going to have some free time. What are you going to be up to? Yeah, I think I asked, I think we're going to get some – you was cold yesterday. Chilly a bit. So I we like, had the windows Steph, open. So I said, Steph, let's go get like some firewood and make a fire oh, in the outdoor, outdoor fireplace. fireplace today. Okay. So okay. you don't get many opportunities to do that. The only thing is no, like if I get a fire, I wouldn't mind having a pop or two. And that ain't happening right now. I'm trying to stay away, trying to be right. good. But will I cave is the question. You should Like cave. maybe just one. Brent, it's my birthday. Yeah, for your birthday. There you go. So, But anyway, I think we might do that if it's, a, it's on the cooler side. It's not super chill. But yes, we went for a walk yesterday afternoon when it cleared out. Yeah. And I was cold. Really? Not going to lie, I was cold. Yeah, we had the windows open, Brent. I had a blanket on watching the football game. I mean, Big it, blanket guy. It felt like record lows for September. It was a bit chilly. Uh, hey, uh, Jags injury report, okay? Shaq Griffin hip uh, limited today in practice. Questionable again. That's interesting. Uh, I thought maybe that would just be a hold them out for precautionary uh, tales uh, last week. Maybe that's lingering into a two-week thing. We'll see. And that could be big against those receivers now. You want them healthy. Cole Van Lennon, hamstring questionable. Uh, you know, Doug Peterson kind of indicated that he might not play this weekend. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him sit. Zay Jones, ankle limited, questionable. And then Caleb on Chason pops up on the injury report. These guys, you know, I've heard the practices are pretty intense for the Jags. Apparently. And we're getting guys banged up a little bit yeah. in practice. Zay Jones, the big one there, although Chason's good on special teams and everybody matters. But I think Zay Jones is the one that's got everybody's attention. Will he play? Listed as questionable. I just don't have a good feel. Somebody asked me today, is he going to play? I was like, I don't have a good feel for it. Well, 
I mean, just maybe I, I missed some of it, but Doug didn't sound overly confident that he would play. He didn't. He didn't. But I don't know what that means. Right. You know, they've played coy quite a bit at sure. times over the last month. All right, got to take a break. Four o'clock hour coming up. Let's break down the game. More Eagles, Jaguars. What should we expect on Sunday in Philly? We'll be back on Brent and Friends on ESPN 690.